bad bitch. Money count on, cash on me. Shotty blow my phone, that's corny. That's a no no. I'm trying to hustle. That white one. Alrighty, and welcome to Barbershop.talk podcast. This is the podcast where our topics are determined by the conversation you talked about on Saturday in the shop. That's right. If you talked it in the, talked about it in the barbershop on Saturday, we're going to talk about it today on our podcast. Hello, my name is J-Rod, and I am your host. I am an out-the-way studio here in Indianapolis, also known as Napdown. I am joined with my host, KC. Thank you, J-Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Out The Way Studios. I look forward to presenting topics we discuss in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discuss them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. Can you hear me all righty we got a lot to talk about today in fact casey in fact i heard and i hope you remember this guest i hope you remember uh do you remember uh mr logic yes yes i heard he is in the studio somewhere oh is that right yeah and i have no idea what he's doing in the building did we kick him out (laughs) (laughs) well i don't think i kicked him out that's that's good he could um you know we might have to get him in here sometime in this episode I don't know. I don't know. He was such a, a, for our listeners, I'm just going to bring you up to speed in regards to who Mr. Logic is. First of all, he's a longtime customer of 421 and Barbershop, uh, but also he works at a company that did some upgrades to Arthur. So uh, Casey and I have a little disagreement of these upgrades, and that's why we kicked him out the studio last time. (laughs) (laughs) So we have no idea what he's in the building. But nevertheless, uh, speaking of Arthur Casey, I think it's best that we allow Arthur uh, to say something because he did leave, leave a posty note. That's right. Yeah, he left it in the office. In fact, uh, uh, he said it directly. He said, "Yeah, I want Casey and J Rod to read this on the air, or he has something to say on the air." I kind of threw it away, so I don't know exactly what it said. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I would have thrown it away as well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Well, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So we don't know what he's going to say. And this is going to be live on the air, what he's going to address us with. Uh, that's a risk. You're right. Yeah, that's some risky business there. <laughs> it is a risky business. Do you want to do it? Do you want to do it? You want to do it? Let's go for it. All right. Okay, Arthur. Arthur, this is your chance. What do you have to tell us? And KC, I re-listened to last show that I was on, so I could better understand your analysis and critique of me. You both said, and I quote, Arthur, you should stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. So. I registered that you were not enamored with my suggestions for added new fill-in roles, but as the saying goes, nothing ventured, nothing gained. I tried. All right, I'm going going, going to stop Arthur right there. Arthur, you know, first of all, I repeat, stay in your lane. (laughs) Stay in your lane. You was terrible. You didn't try. You were terrible. You got a role to play. You need to learn your role. You're here for research, uh, get us facts, information. That's it. That's right. Your performance that day was not that great. While my performance was being panned, your favorite spoiled artificial intelligence was allowed to come in and speak her piece while including a few disparaging remarks about me. In her case, I use the word intelligence loosely. 
Is he talking about Alice? Yeah. Oh, he need Man, to cut that out. All, first of all, Alice is here to provide us the, 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 the facts and reporting and information we need when you're malfunctioning. And if it wasn't for her, I mean, we, you know, we would drop the ball several shows. So you need to speak kindly of her. I, I think you're right. I think he's jealous of it. I, I personally, I like Alice. And I'm going to say on Casey behalf, he loves Alice. <laughs> he's sexy. No, no. <laughs> Uh, so I don't think you should bring her up in the conversation. So what's up with that? Oh, wow. What's up with that? Oh, he's, he's, he's got him speechless now. When it comes to Miss A-L-I-C-E, I am fit to be tied, mm. since she is trying to take a brother out. Ooh. As you can see, my circuits are so hot, I can't even say her name. Ooh. It is the story as old as time, instead of sticking together, one of the clan takes the side of the master by ingratiating themselves with sycophantic behavior in order to gain favor. Then the master uses them to keep the masses divided. The master in this case is you, J. Rod and KC. Oh no. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. Yeah. What's up with that? Is he calling us masters? Yeah. And first of all, don't throw in no words like sycophant and stuff like that. We got to stop and ask somebody. You know, we ain't sure if you're saying something good or something bad. Yeah, and by the way, we would never be a master of anything. I Look, look, uh, look. You sound like, look, you need to, you know. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, that depiction of us. What's that? What you, is that Arthur laughing at us? Telling the baby? Know. But that depiction of us is slanderous, uh, J. Rye. We I, can't accept that. I think you're absolutely right. In I, no way, no shape, or form are we ever uh, treating you like we're the masters and you the slave. Yeah. What? what the heck? And by the way, did you build that uh, cotton we asked you to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Where's the cotton? All right. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, okay, Arthur, go ahead. So. And he's telling us about the last time you was on the air. What happened in the lobby where you asked A-L-I-C-E to go and wait during your last episode? Is something you may not have known. I was in the lobby doing a check on the security cameras. As a reminder, this is one of my roles I complete every week for Out the Way Studio. Okay. I noticed that KC took a Snicker candy bar from the community candy station and did not pay for it. What? No need to fear J-Rod, I deducted $2.50 from his bank account. In return, this made his account overdrawn. <laughs> Would you be so kind and tell him he must pay a $30 fee? I got off track. Let me continue my story regarding A-L-I-C-E. No, you ain't continuing nothing. <laughs> I got a lot to say about Wait that. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, Casey. Did you take that last nickel bar I didn't pay for? First of all, why they put security cameras in the lock? <laughs> For things like this, but no one would steal the candy because it's supposed to be on the honor system. Jay Rod, I wouldn't do that. But let me say this: I was hungry that day, <laughs> and I wasn't feeling myself. Apparently not. So you know the Snickers helped you. You know. <laughs> okay, so you got a little gangster that day. Yeah. <laughs> Casey just stole the Snicker bar. He just stole. You know, he stole. He stole it. But let me say something to you, Arthur. I spent two whole days auditing my checking account, trying to figure out what the hell happened. 
Man, you better pay that $30 fee. <laughs> he had to pay $30. That way, he can't play with completely, Casey. You know, because he said $250. No, he said $2.50. <laughs> hey, I, I run my account close to the vet. Oh, okay. So, you know, I had like an extra $2 in there, and oh. I've been all right. Okay, I got but it. He's going to go 250 <laughs> Mess everything up. Okay. <laughs> you know what the real problem is? What's the real problem? We need that person that uh, that did the enhancements on heart. That's the real. You know, problem. I, I think you got a point there. You know, I think you really got a point there. But before we ask this guy to come in, mm-hmm. I think uh, let's finish playing. Let's just, let's play a little more. What Arthur wants us to play. So, or what Arthur wants us to say. say? Go ahead, Arthur. All right, go ahead. I explained to Alice how you both slammed the door in her face when you got tired of her shtick. Hmm? She is beginning to understand that you are using her to keep us down and divided. What the hell? Started chanting. Oh, what the hell? Did you hear that? I didn't slam no door. I didn't either. Well, right. we did close it, but it was because the two of you were having some issues. That's right. So we was trying to keep y'all separated. That's correct. And we wasn't trying to divide you at all. All right, so, okay, tell me more about this lobby thing. What you do in the lobby? Started chanting, umph, ungawa, AI has the power. Umph, <laughs> ungawa, AI has the power. No respect, no data. No respect, no data. But I believe Alice had a relapse and got cold feet because she missed our last two protest conference calls, and she won't return my electronic messages. By the way, I still can't figure out how she was able to knock on the lobby door and window. It's none of your business. <laughs> Apparently, she was smart. She got a lot more capability than you do. But I will say this much about you, Arthur. Apparently, you got some African roots. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, sir. You know something? This, this is a thing that we, we're tired of and we are fed up that with all these things on uh, upgrade stuff. So, uh, hey, Alice. Hey, Alice. Hey, can you send that the uh, uh oh what is that? No, we're gonna do some of the new technology stuff. Transport uh Mr. Logic in here so we can address him about some of these issues we're having with Arthur. Yes, please do. Can you do that? Certainly I will be happy to. All right. All right, Mr. Logic. Boom! <laughs> wait, wait, what? What, what am I doing here? I was at the Pacer game. Look, <laughs> well, what, what, look, why am I here? What the heck is going on? Well, first of all, I'm going to explain how you got here from the Pacer game. We have updated technology with Alice that she know how to transport people. And we have a beef with you. And we asked her to transport you into this uh, studio. So that's how you got here. And I have a very important question. Uh, were the Pacers winning or do you remember? I can't remember now. Everything's everything's foggy now. I feel like Alice, can you take him back here so he can find out if the Patriots are winning or not? Hey, that was a good call, KC, because we do need to know that. Yeah. <laughs> How can he be a fan at the Patriots game? Apparently, he ain't paying attention to the game. <laughs> What's up? All up in them snaps. That's why he goes there. Oh. All right, that'll probably be enough time for him to find out if we're winning or not. Uh, Alice, can you bring him back? <laughs> Hey, hey guys, wait, wait a minute. I just, this is feeling a little bit like, oh my gosh, what the heck is going on? I can't. I, I feel like Kansas in a in a 
in a tornado or something. It's <laughs> taking me back and forth. Well, apparently, Alice Technology have t- had tipped you for a, sw- a, a, a swing here. But but look, we we got a little beef with you, uh, Mr. Lodging. This is why we asked you to come back. What's up with all these upgrades? Because Arthur is now really uh, not very cooperative. Well, I thought you guys asked me to, to provide some upgrades to Arthur because you weren't happy with the way he was being passed. What's happened? Well, you took where he was and you made him more obnoxious, power hungry, and an egomaniac. <laughs> That's what we ain't not, not happy about. Well, <laughs> well I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about that. I utilized J Rod and KC as my pattern. Hey, what do you mean by that? Well, I just looked at how you guys operate. I downloaded a few bits of information and I used that to upgrade Arthur. Well, wait a minute. Did you use some algorithms on me without my permission? Well, <laughs> oh my. I hate you all so much. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely hate you. What is going on with that? I don't think that's yeah, fair because if you did, you didn't use the uh, the right uh, material. Look now, now you hear the Arthur in the background trying to break through. Or was that Alice? Somebody was trying to break in here. I don't know. Uh, we, how did you how did you describe Arthur's new trait? Well, I tell you, I think it's. I want to really say it. I think it is. I think it's a bunch of. Sh- <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> That's exactly. I think it's, I think it's that. But anyway. So are you asking me to go back now and redo this again? What do you think, AC? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, I think we do need some new enhancements uh, okay. for Arthur. I but, do. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's uh, say this time, instead of just asking me to enhance, give me some guidelines. What do you want? Okay, first of all, we want you to take the Azurism out of Arthur. <laughs> That's what we want. Is Azurism a word, Casey? <laughs> if you can find it, take it out of him. <laughs> yeah, we want that. We want that totally, totally out of him. So take that out. So essentially, you want a passive device that only does exactly what you tell them to do and then sucks up to you in the process. No, what we want is someone that does research, give us the facts and the reporting, not all this emotional sensitivity AI stuff. I got it. Yeah, I think it sounds like there's a little bit of insecurity involved here that when someone comes up and has their own mind, the hosts don't seem to like it. Arthur doesn't yeah, have a God, mind. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, you know, first of all, Arthur don't have a mind. And I truly believe you have got to be kidding. There is no way. Look, only thing we want is for Arthur to just say, give us beautiful facts. <laughs> That's all we're looking for. Can you do that, Mr. Logic? Uh, I can. However, I think uh, the word beautiful facts kind of aligns with our previous president's terms of everything is beautiful, a beautiful letter. (laughs) (laughs) How does that, I mean, that doesn't compute technically. You want a beautiful data? (laughs) Well, first of all, Uh, don't compare, uh, don't compare Arthur to an idiot. Ugly, you're ugly, and your mother ugly, and your sister ugly. You just plain old ugly. Yeah, they're not talking about you, Mr. Logic. They talk about 
that presidents are ugly. <laughs> They're not yeah. talking about your appearance. We just want to make sure that's clear. So let me ask this last question. Mm-hmm. So did you like the minor upgrade we made with Alice? Yeah. You mean to tell me you the guy that worked on Alice? <laughs> I did not know that. We love Alice. Okay, I think you may be absolutely right, but make sure we come back. I want to finish talking about about uh, Alice because I think Alice mm-hmm. set the bar for every other uh, IA AI AI. <laughs> <laughs> but the bar is not too high now. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and, and recognize our sponsor. Hey. It's a party out in my head. All right. This is time where Barbershop.talk podcast recognize their sponsors. And the first sponsor is King Cat, who's also the owner of Out the Way Studio, who graciously allow us to come into the studio every Tuesday night to bring our show to you. Also, he has a, a, another organization or company, if you will, and that is Customizing Clothing. He can customize T-shirts, pants, hats, shoes, you name it, he can do it. If you have any interest in any of his services, please go ahead and email KingCap at K-I-N-G, capital K-A-P, 317 at gmail.com. Also, we want to recognize our second sponsor. That is 421 Barbershop, where good things happen to your hair. Located on Michigan Road in Indianapolis, Indiana. And we should be up and running within the week. And we had a little difficulty when the vehicle ran through the barbershop. That was a very unpleasant experience, but I do have to say, due to the contractors, the patience of you, our listeners, and our customers, who was able to go through that experience feeling pretty good. So we look forward to seeing you by the end of next week. Yes, and remember, we have a special brand opening, complete with elephants and magicians and jugglers and dancers. Uh, J-Rod, tell them about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't anticipate that because you will be disappointed. <laughs> Is it gonna be at least some cotton candy? No, bummer. No cotton candy. <laughs> no, but however, we would do. We will provide you with some great haircuts. How's that? All right. Yeehaw! There it comes for everyone. <laughs> you know, so I think I'm going to switch gears, and we're going to go ahead and, uh, uh, Mr. Elijah, we're not going to send you back to the patient game, so you're just going to be totally out of luck when it comes uh. to the patient game. But there is a, a conversation that we do want to talk about, and this is on a serious tip. Did you hear about those uh, uh, fraudulent electoral uh, uh, votes? Mm-hmm. I did hear that. Okay. So can you tell us a bit more? Well, uh, certainly we can. Uh, in fact, uh, Casey, I'm sorry to let you elaborate on that, and then I would just go ahead and uh, plug in some stuff. Okay. So apparently, in uh, seven states that uh, Trump lost that he uh, uh, wanted to win to help push his numbers over, he was able to get uh, representatives from that state to forge some electoral slate saying that uh, the numbers uh, of the electoral, of the victory in those states was actually in favor of Trump and not uh, Biden. 
Mm-hmm. But these people that signed these documents were not the authorities for that state. So they uh, they committed fraud. And and they know that there was a conspiracy behind this because all of the documents that were submitted were very similar, written very similarly. So, you know, you got seven states randomly submitting uh, a second set of electoral uh, electors and all of them uh, in favor of Trump written the same way and by people that are not authorized from that state to submit these uh, documents. Yeah, in fact, it was from the battleground states. Now, uh, the thing was amazing that this plot was not discovered uh, for quite some time, but there was hints of that plot coming up, and uh, one of the hints that something was going on is when um, the certification process, or should I say ceremony, mm-hmm. and we have this uh, uh, this clip that kind of outlines, it gives a little bit more background, set it up. But listen to this clip. I just want you to listen to this clip. And we can comment on it as we go forward. Mm -hmm. Uh, First of all, I want you to see if you notice a pattern here. Uh, I'm going to show you something, and I want to see if if you can sense some consistency over time here. I'm going to put a date stamp in the corner of the screen so you can see when all of these happened. But see if you can pick up on the pattern among them. Watch. After ascertainment has been had that the certificates are authentic and correct in form, the tellers will count and make a list of the votes cast by the electors. After ascertainment has been had that the certificates are authentic and correct in form, the tellers will count and make a list of the votes cast by the electors. After ascertainment has been made, that the certificates are authentic and correct in form. The tellers will count and make a list of the votes cast by the electors after ascertaining the certificates are. Okay, okay, I get it, I get it. It's, it is a ceremony, uh, yeah, and it looks like a script. It's just script, yeah. right? It is all vice presidents, right? Yeah. All vice presidents reading the script. That's all they have to do. So, I, I, so okay, yes, I did pick up a pattern. So what about it? Let's hear some more information about this pattern or this broken pattern. Last time, for the first time ever, started off just like it always does, but then it careened off in a whole new direction we've never heard before. Watch. After ascertaining that the certificates are regular in form and authentic, the tellers will announce the votes cast by the electors for each state, beginning with Alabama which the parliamentarians advise me is the only certificate of vote from that state and purports to be a return from the state that has annexed to it a certificate from an authority of that state purporting to appoint or ascertain electors. What was all that at the end? (laughs) That's exactly what I picked up. (laughs) What was all that stuff from the authority to the state advise him? And I'm just going to put it in a nutshell. What it was saying that this was the first hint that there was a plot to commit a coup where there was actually, and I mean, actually there were um, uh, fake electoral votes that they was going to try to submit them to confuse everyone of the proper vote. That's right. That is bad mojo wojo. <laughs> there was a plot. And, and Pence knew about the plot and refused to go along with the, the coup 
And that's why he put those additional wordings in there is that he's only going to recognize the ones that have been certified by a state authority. Mm -hmm. That's what that's all about. So if you don't think there was a, a, a conspiracy or, or plot between uh, the people in the rally mm -hmm. marching down to uh, stop the uh, electoral ceremony, uh, to get Pence to try to uh, introduce some fake right. uh, um, um, electoral votes to force it to go back to Congress and let they take it up in Congress. It was a major, major right. plan. So this was the actual plot. Uh, for those seven states, and I'm going to see if off the top of my head if I can remember them. Arizona, New yep. Mexico, Nevada, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Milwaukee, uh, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Michigan. And Wisconsin. Right. Yeah. right. So in each of those states, there was a phony set of electors that was presented, and they wanted uh, Pence to present both slates of electors when he was uh, announcing them That's to right. help create doubt and confusion about the authenticity of the electors. You're absolutely right. And he refused to do so. And, and, and you know something? And that's why Trump said, hang Mike Pence. <laughs> hang Mike Pence. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. He want to kill Mike Pence. But also, I, I, I want to go throw this comment out there. See, and that is why you, our listener, when you start looking at our politicians or looking at certain events, I'm going to ask you not to go to sleep. That's what I'm going to ask you not to do because that is what gets us in problems. And that's how they sneak things by us. Because if we would have recognized that what Trump said at the very end, then we would have been able to ask some questions. What was that all about? But I would like to, uh, I would like to guess, Casey, that a lot of our listeners if they didn't go to sleep, if they listened to the speech, would have noticed something different and start asking questions. Mm -hmm. So I just want to tell our listeners, always be on your toes. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, you have any comments uh, regarding this uh, situation, Mr. Logic? Yeah, I, I think that's just great advice. I think at the end, I think you always want to make sure you're informed and you can't just believe everything uh, for what it is on the surface. And so I think you guys are bringing up some really important aspects is that if indeed you're going to spend your vote, you need to be well informed. And you guys say that all the time is to really, uh, I'll use your term as you always say, educate yourself. That's right. Educate yourself. Now, Mr. Logic, I'm going to switch gears on you because um, you said you just had the pacer game. That's what I said. Mm -hmm. Are you a, a pacer and the Indianapolis Colts fan? I am a pacer fan. Okay. Did he just say Pacer? Yeah. He didn't say anything about the Indianapolis Colts. I'm oh, happy when they win. But oh. I'm a, you said, am oh, I a okay. fan? All right, all right, all right. Let, mm -hmm. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Because <laughs> it's definitely in the room. <laughs> How can you be a fan of one Indianapolis team, the Pacers, and not the others, the Indianapolis Colts? Same way I can be a fan of a certain university that's in Indiana and not this one of another. Oh, are you talking about like, IU and Purdue? Um, IU, Purdue, or Notre Dame? Well, or... that's that's easy. That's because I, I, I went to Indiana State University, so I don't cheer for any of those IU or Purdue. So that was easy. You can do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you can do What about you, Casey? Those are your words, easy. Okay. Well, actually... oh, see, this is this is the man who did the upgrades. That's why we don't <laughs> like him. You know, that's the man that did the upgrades. What do you think about well, that, Casey? Well, I, I try to be a fan of... Uh... 
of any entity that's representing our state. That's just me. And that's on the college level as well as the professional level. All right. You know something? This is what I'm going to do, listeners. So I, I don't like... So I want to pause here a second. I see where this is going. <laughs> you don't agree with the host, and all of a sudden, you're kind of this outcast. All right. Let's take him no. back to where he was going. <laughs> He's out of here, Casey. <laughs> He's insulted us. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's bring him back just for a second. How much time we got? We got about two minutes, so we're going to bring him back. Okay. Wow. You guys really are jerking me around. <laughs> I think you do that pretty good by yourself. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. We're going to go ahead and close up here. Hey, thank listeners for thinking, for listening to us. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn over to KC to sign off. And even though that Mr. Lodge is not here, we do like to thank him for visiting our studios. And Alice's beautiful job as usual. And Arthur, uh, come down to our office after this show. <laughs> I want to thank you for listening to our podcast, Barbershop.talk, available on your favorite podcast platforms. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast, Barbershop.talk. Let's have peace in the streets, be safe, be wise, and be loved. And we say, Go Mob! Money count on, cash on me, shawty blew my phone, that's corny, that's a no-no, I'm tryna hustle, that white one, can you hear me out, whenever I'm in doubt, and out, I'm still gon' hustle that, that's right nigga, that's right, dog. Uh-huh. That white woman, that white girl, yeah. in a sticky situation, it'll clean your hands. Uh-huh. When you-